God's word is a light to the dark path, living water to the thirsty soul, strength to the weary, salvation and hope to the lost, healing to the sick. Listen to Dr. Kojobwatin Bempa as he gives clear and straightforward answers to the word of God, refreshing your soul with impactful teachings of the Bible. Dr. Kwaja Bempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel Assemblies of God, an anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, passionate about winning the lost for Christ through God's word. You're welcome to today's message. Listen and be blessed. Let's give Jesus another big hand of praise. Celebrate the Lord. Once again, we salute God's servant. As part of our worship this morning, we are here to render unto the Lord all praise for his goodness unto us. It is testimony time. Let's give Jesus another big hand of praise. Our first testimony is coming from Sister Bridget. Divine job provision after four years through prophetic declaration. She says, a friend betrayed and defamed me, which caused me to lose my job in the year 2020. And I'd been in financial crisis since then. By the grace of God, I got to know about Dr. Ben Pest's ministry through AGTV and started following and listening to him. One day in July 2023, he preached about spiritual blessings and he prophesied, that there is someone watching who has been jobless for a while and people are saying that you are useless and that you will never make it in life. But by September, you will be an employer. That was the prophecy. He says, I immediately felt a conviction that he was talking to me and I began praying for a miracle in September 2023. By the grace of God, just as the man of God prophesied, I got a job at the beginning of September 2023. And it was a miracle. This job enables me to employ about two people to work in my business, which I supervise part-time. In just a moment, I moved from four years of joblessness to having a job and actually being an employer of labor. Our God is indeed a restorer. And he has used his servant to greatly set my destiny. Church, let's join our sister in saying a big thank you to the Lord. Next testimony is from Minister Benjamin. He received financial breakthrough by commitment to soul winning. He said, for some days, I had issues with my car. So I used most of my salary for the man to fix it. And unfortunately, just about a few days after getting the car in shape, it developed another major problem. And this time around, I did not know what to do. There are about 20 people I've spoken to about Christ and who wanted to come to church. But with my car having issues, transporting them was a great concern to me. The burden was so great that I could not stop praying and reminding God about providing them with transportation. While at my duty post, 
at work on Wednesday, 28th February, 2024. I felt the need to use the washroom, and while there, I kept praying and reminding God about the transportation. I came out of the washroom and saw some people sitting close to my duty point. After they were done and passing by me, I greeted them, and one of them was happy to see me. He just shook my hand and told me that he had unfortunately spent all his money partying. He, however, brought out a white envelope and gave me some money. He told me to use it for some drinks the next day and enjoy myself. I then thanked him and left. Now, people of God, when I brought the money out of my pocket afterwards, I realized that the amount was even more than enough to repair my car and even also enable me to buy fuel subsequent days. It is only God that can bring about such favor in a man's life. Church, let's celebrate the Lord for this mighty act of God's goodness. Thank you, Jesus. The next testimony is from Brother Felix. Supernatural intervention through praying for souls. He says, I wanted to join the Association of Chartered Certified Accountants, ACCA, for a long time since I needed the certification to be recognized as a professional accountant. Unfortunately, the cost of registration alone was 89 pounds, and the exemptions for each part, each of the part one and part two papers were 86 and 114 pounds, respectively, and I just could not afford it. In September 2023, while still waiting for the appropriate time to join, I decided to pray for souls for God's kingdom, as we've been taught in church. Hallelujah! In January 2024, ACCA came up with a discounted offer for both registration and granting of exemptions. Therefore, instead of £89 for registration, applicants were to pay only £20 for registration and £10 for each of the papers in both Part 1 and Part 2. And as soon as I heard about this discount, I applied for it. Glory to Jesus. I say to the glory of God that as I testify, I have been exempted in all three papers in Part 1 and four papers in Part 2. So I am paying 70 pounds in total for all my exemptions instead of 352 pounds. He says, my subscription for 2024 has also been reduced to 63 pounds instead of 134 pounds, making the total cost for this year to be 153 pounds instead of 937 pounds. I am so grateful to God for coming through for me in this exceptional way as I sought his kingdom first and prayed for the salvation of souls. Our last documented testimony is from Brother Emmanuel. Multiple testimonies after giving my first fruit. He said, I gave my personal first fruit seed and that of my business in February this year. And daddy encouraged us not to worry about what we would eat or how we were going to survive the month after giving our first fruits, but rather to put our faith in God to do it for us. Hallelujah. I testify to God's goodness that I began enjoying a traffic of testimonies 
right after giving my first fruit. First, I went through the whole month of February 2024 without buying food for myself. I ate freely, which previously did not happen regularly. That was the first favor. Additionally, the week after sowing the seed, my boss gave me 600 Ghana cities for transportation. Even though he had told me to work from home that month, meaning I did not need the money for transportation. And I honestly did not understand, but I later smiled when I remembered daddy's words that God would take care of us. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Now he goes on to say that as I testify now, I have been booked for March, May, and August 2024 to be an MC, which has never happened since I started my MCing business. And to my surprise, the clients did not bargain the amounts I charged them, and I'm just thankful to God. I also received numerous monetary blessings, giving me the chance to pay my tithe anytime I come to church. This had never happened before, because I usually pay tithe about twice a month. Now, the blessing was not just for me, but extended even to my family. My father was resting close to a tree on our farm after work, and according to him, he kept hearing someone telling him to turn around. And when he did, he saw a snake was a foot away from attacking him. And to the glory of God, he was able to escape this attack, which might have been very deadly. He says, I cannot begin to thank God enough for all these blessings. Thank you, Jesus, for these blessings and for the teachings from our Father, which always put us at the top. Church, let's celebrate the Lord once again. We bless you, Jesus. We bring you worship, Lord. We join here, the God. To say you are a wonder, mighty, mighty King. Lebrin terebrebosi karibosa terebrekados kata. From the depths of our hearts, we bring you praise, Jesus. We appreciate you, Jesus. Reparosi katara brasa. Receive our worship this morning. From the depths of my heart, I'm grateful to you. You've done so much for me. I have searched all around. There is no one like you. You mean so much to me. You are my refuge. You have been my strength. My strength, my strength, my strength. My ever-present help in times of
From the depths of our heart, we bring you praise, Jesus. Rekarosi, from the depths of my heart, I'm grateful to you. I can count all the blessings you brought my way, I cannot count them enough, Jesus. I have sent all of The name of the Lord is a strong tower. My Hi! 
your voice and give him praise. Give him praise. Ladies and gentlemen, this week has been a week of amazing visitations. It's been just two days on the mountain, but the mountain is shaking. It's been very explosive. It's been very challenging. And it has been very revelational. And God bless us by sending a servant evangelist like Oedipo to Ghana. And it's been such a great, 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 great blessing. People have traveled back to where they came from and we are challenged, we are, we are moved. And this morning we are blessed to crown it and cream it very powerfully. All the way from Abuja. Let's honor the man of God. Put your hands together. Left his wife and children. And this is that has been his first journey outside Nigeria since the new ministry began. Wow, it's been very powerful. What do I feel? I feel that it has been a visitation from God. Genesis 21 once it and the Lord visited Sarah as he has said. Today there will be another visitation. I say today there will be another visitation. Shake yourself out of their condition. Today there will be another visitation. And even though it is raining, the rain couldn't stop anybody. Turn to your neighbor and say, congratulations, you have overcome. You are a remnant. As for the remnant, 
<laughs> a lady said to me he decided not to come to church on Friday and the husband said are you a remnant are you a remnant and I said thank your husband for me are you a remnant when the remnants are gathered you can't give an excuse yes and when she came she received some dangerous ideas and that very night he started creating things he sent me some amazing designs of the impact that the remnant conference can you tell to somebody are you a remnant hmm. nothing stops them nothing stops them nothing stops the remnant and so ladies and gentlemen to cry it all as soon as Isaac finished you'll be flying back to Abuja maybe before you see him again will be 2025 or except you become a student and meet us at another campus somewhere but with the shout and the scream and the standing ovation let's welcome the evangelists the evangelists the pastor hey why you <laughs> The man likes music, so stay small. Let's see how the spirit is going to flow. Come on, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. Woo! Praise the Lord. For you are seated in a class of your own. That song taught me open. Yahweh, Holy Hill. Lift up your hands, sing it, please.
Father, we give you praise. Thank you for this house. Thank you for such a shepherd over this house. Thank you for the set man over this house. Lord, there is a lot to see and a lot to learn. Many observations have been made about what you are doing through him, for him, with him, by him. Lord, we are grateful. Not as guests, but as partakers. What a gathering of remnants this has been from Thursday till today. Thank you for the kindred spirit. Thank you for all you have done. For your word that you sent to us from the beginning till now. Thank you, Lord. For the apostolic lead over this house. For his beloved wife, the first lady. For the worship team. For everyone that was a partaker of this in every unit of the church serving the greeters, everyone that joined forces, oh the prayer team, thank you. Lord, we give you praise for all the ministers you brought all through the program, many of which are now in their various churches and ministries. Thank you Lord for the ministry of Abiy Ojomu. We give you praise. Thank you for the ministry of Pastor Akese. We give you praise. <laughs> Lord, we are filled with gratitude and we can sing all day for all you've done. Lord, we know you still have a crowning word for us. For those who may have missed the other days, by the word today, Lord, set us in line. Align us to your will and to your purpose and to your plan. Holy Spirit, this moment is over to you. Do as you please. Glorify Jesus in our midst. Let no one see me but all eyes see you. For all you do, I vow to return all the glory and all the praise. For it is in Jesus' name we have prayed. And let me hear everyone in Holy Hills shout the loudest, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Will you please turn to at least seven people and tell them, congratulations, you are a remnant. To at least seven people, God bless you. See how far you brought us. Is it 
can take your seat. I'm so glad you found us worthy. Yes, <laughs> I can see, I can tell, and I know it's always all my days. I will sing your praise. This was my song this morning that I woke up with. I will never forget the encounters in Ghana. Never. No matter what I see in life and ministry, I will remember where it started from. The first nation that opened the doors. I'm so glad you found us worthy. I can see. I can tell. And I know. He's your grace all my day. And we know. And we 
began to roll down my eyes you must be very personal with God I don't know what has happened to you but many things have happened to me you thought I came to bless you I came to be blessed you thought I came as a guest I came as a remnant it was a meeting of remnants there were transactions in the realm of the spirit People stood and prayed. People cried and prayed. And there were openings of portals. We can see. We can tell. And we know. It's your grace. All our days. We will see you. If you were sensitive in the spirit, you will know that there were many interruptions. There were things said that were not planned. There were things said that were not written. There were things said that were not prepared for. The atmosphere was just supernatural in every way. So I don't know about you, but I can see. I can tell. And I know. It's I want you to say it as a commitment on a Thanksgiving day like this. I can see, Look at those words. I can see. So if you don't see, you won't be able to tell. If you can't tell, it means you don't really know. It's not about how prepared you think you are for the life that God has called you to live. His grace speaks. sing it three more times very solemnly I can see I can tell and I know it's your place all my days I will see oh yes Lord we can see we can tell There is still a deposit. Sing it one more time. I can see. I can see. I can tell. 
our commitment as remnants on this Thanksgiving day which is also the first day of the month and I know the month is loaded for us the Holy Hill Chapel but permit us to be grateful for all that he has done Kai I am grateful oh Lord I am grateful, oh Lord, for all you have done for me, hallelujah. Yes, we are grateful, oh Lord. Hi. We are grateful, grateful oh Lord, for all you have done for us. He's running after. He's running after us. Your goodness. Your goodness is running after. He's running after. He's running after us. With our lives laid down, we surrender now. We give you everything. My God. Come on, Debbie, sing it. Running after me. Every day of your life, yeah. He's running after. He's running after me. With my life, with my life laid down, I surrender. I give you everything. He's running out. He's chasing out. He's running out. Oh, with my life. With my life laid down. I surrender. I give you. I give you. Running out, 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 running out,
Father, we thank you. We don't know what else to do <laughs> but to be grateful. So good is all about our lives all through yes, our lives the encounters don't end here
again, Dr. Bemba, thank you for creating such a platform for a generation to rise. We trust God that the encounters such as I have had, and I trust that many others have had, will be encounters we keep talking about for life. In Jesus' mighty name. <clears throat> the Lord has asked in this atmosphere of gratitude in a new month, and I know that we're looking at the blessing of the Lord in the month of March. But that in all of this going on, that there be a cap, an icing, a conclusion, a word that will keep ringing if we know remnants are people of his presence. Remnants understand that they can't do it alone. They work in a team. Remnants are men and women, the Holy Ghost and fire, all that is great. But you know, as great as a lion is, it's one simple thing that kills it. So today I want to share on the remnant killer. So in case you missed all the others, start from here, then go back. Know what kills a remnant, then go back and know what builds a remnant. In case you followed from the beginning, it's all good, but know what kills a remnant. In Romans chapter 11, <clears throat> which is our key text, verse 3, verse 5, we'll be very short and brief, and then we'll be able to go. It says, Lord, they have killed thy prophets and they have digged down thine altars and I am left alone. So we already see that it is possible for a remnant to be terminated. Because Elijah began to say, they are, they are looking for my life and if I'm not careful, I will also die like the others. And look at verse 4, please. But what said he, the answer of God, I have reserved, I have reserved. To myself, 7,000 men. The word reserve again means that there is something that must be done in order not to be killed like others who were potential remnants. Who have bowed their knee. They've not bowed their knees to bow. Verse 5, please. Verse 5. Even so then at this present time at the Holy Hill Church in Ghana, in this generation, there is also a remnant according to the election grace. In John chapter 5 verse 35, John chapter 5 verse 35, talking about a remnant. And we begin to fly from here. He says, he was talking about John, a burning and shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. John was a burning and shining light. John was a remnant. Well, let's keep going. Matthew chapter 11, verse 3 to 6. Matthew 11, verse 3 to 6. Kai. <laughs> and he said, talking about John, he said unto him, Art thou he that shall come 
or should we look for an, another? Now, this is a burning and shining light. Also referring to a burning and shining light, Jesus. A remnant talking about a remnant. Oh, sorry, a remnant talking about the remnant. And look at what begins to happen. And he answered and said, go and show John again. Those things which ye do hear and see. Let's keep going. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached unto them. I'm blessed. Is he who is not offended in me? I'm coming. Matthew 13, 57. <laughs> Matthew 13, 57. And they were offended in him. Are you saying something coming? They were offended in him, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and his own house. Let's take one more scripture, two more. One more, maybe. Matthew 15, 9 to 12. Matthew 15, 9 to 12. It's a very strange thing God is unveiling. But in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said, Hear and understand, 11. Not that which goeth out of the mouth of Pilate, but that which cometh out of the mouth of Pilate, the man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard these things. You'll be shocked that there are things that were said in two days that offended some. Instead of building them up. The remnant killer is offense. The remnant killer is offense. Offense killed John. Nobody could dare touch John. The Bible says about John that he came in the spirit and the power of Elijah. Okay, so who killed Elijah? John, who was a remnant that came before the remnant, got offended in the remnant. I know we are thanking God, but you can scream and shout, your goodness is running after me. If there is offense in your heart, it's going nowhere. Offense. Oftentimes, offense is very private. Offense. Beware of offense. It is a plague. And no one is exempted from this plague. If John, you are not John, I'm not John. If John offense found its way to him, be cautious. In fact, if you look at Matthew's gospel, you keep seeing Jesus talking about offense, 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 offense. Yet the, today's church has closed that part. We want the power part, but we don't want to guard against offense. The church today, I'm not talking about Holy Hill, but generally, the church today is filled with offenders and the offended. Ooh. So someone decides, I'm leaving church. Why? They offended me. Jesus said it will come. But woe to whom by which 
a comet. Remnants know where to put offense. If the enemy wants to kill a remnant, he introduces offense. He makes you begin to see things that shouldn't matter. Your eyes become open to the things that shouldn't matter and close to the things that matter. We can't have awakening and not talk about offense. The first church knew where to put offense. In fact, they will beat them and they will not be offended in the beaters. The Bible will say they will rejoice that they, they were counted worthy to be beaten on his behalf. What of the people who beat them? How do I know? In Acts chapter 16, 25 or 26, all the way to 30, 25 to 30 maybe, they were locked up in prison. They were beaten. The man who beat them was there. When the prison doors opened, they didn't leave. They told him, don't kill yourself. If it's our generation, say, die now. Don't kill yourself and led him to Christ. The remnant killer what is it? Dana, holy hill, let me hear you scream it. Scream it with everything inside you. What a way to end. This wasn't what I was going to teach. I entered church here. If you were watching, he said, no, I showed you something. Tell them. I went back, began to search. He said, this is it. They are working in power now. They have mantles upon them. Watch offense. Watch offense. There are generals of the past who carried strange mantles upon their life. What killed them was in sickness. It was offense. You know why this is so strange? Even when you are offended, it can make your body break down. Then the doctor diagnoses something. The root cause is offense. How do you feel when you see another remnant rise? The body is filled with offenses, offenders, and the offended. We are now debating doctrines all over the place and counting one right and counting one wrong and people are having encounters you have none. We know in part. Lord, forgive me for offense. We are so quick to judge. That's why the remnants are no longer remaining. Blessed is he that is not offended in me. I call offense the cancer of the remnant. You know, cancer is in stages, stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. So offense is also in classes. Once you catch it in stage one, quickly deal with it. Before it graduates to stage two and then to stage three. But the Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful and 
is a surgeon's knife. Another translation says a surgeon's scopula or something. It, it, it has capacity to perform surgeries. What the word of God now is doing is, yes, you have had great encounters, but let me remove offense. Let me remove it. The word is opening you up, opening me up. It's possible to be a man of God filled with offense. What was done, what wasn't done, how it was done, why it was done. If you look for reasons to be offended, you will find. But make up your mind that what I'm going for is more than what they are talking about. Offense. Isn't this a word for all remnants, including the one preaching? Beware. And don't claim you were not told because it may start today. Today may not even end before somebody intentionally attempts to offend you. What will be your response? I am a remnant. Offense kills remnants like hunger kills lions. I noticed some of the patriarchs of faith. I'm just giving you a simple example. So let's look outside Africa so that there is no contradiction of any kind. So I'm looking at examples now outside Africa. Why do you think men like Ora Roberts lived so long? T.L. Osborne, so long. Billy Graham, so long. Was it the anointing? I don't think it was only the anointing. But when you meet men like Kenneth Copeland, you may understand because he came from that lineage. Pure heart. Even if it is intentional or mistaken, don't let it stay. Lord, blind my eyes to the things that others see. That it may be that others come to you and say, can't you see what they are doing against you? I can't see it. Don't you want to see it? I can't see Because I know that all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so. Now look at this. Even when there is offense, it is working together for your good. So why is it? Please beware of offenses. Okay, so let's look at a few things now, for instance. Why would John be offended? Maybe we should understand why. If we can find the reason why. Because there are about seven things, or six maybe, that I see about John that shouldn't have made him offended at all. And maybe we can learn from it, including myself. Number one, John shouldn't have been offended. He shouldn't have been offended by the works of Christ because he prophesied them. John already said that his shoes are not worthy to bear. I may baptize you with water, but there is one who is coming after me who is mightier than I. He said it. 
who is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to loosen, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now Jesus began to do the works that John prophesied and John got offended. So this is a quick example. Now we came to a remnant meeting. All kinds of things have happened. All kinds of prophecies have gone forth, including 10 months a decade. Now if I hear news that you have now arisen, why should I be threatened? I'm teaching you something that is, is simpler to say than to accept. John said he would do greater works. And he came and he did greater works. It's a generational message. Because no matter what our generation does, our children's generation will come and mark us. Number two, John shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ because they were meant to be greater than his from the beginning. Number three, John shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ because he was only a forerunner. Forerunner means there are others that will come. Some of us seated here, many of us seated here are only forerunners of the things God will begin to do with you. Your children will have to beat it. So when it looks like they are catching up, don't be offended. He was only a forerunner. John chapter 1, verse 6, all the way to 24. Number 4, John shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ because he was not the Christ. You see, once you know how to deal with offense, nothing bothers you. He was not the Christ. So how can he compare himself with the Christ? For you are the Christ, the son of the living God. What's the point for offense? Number five, John shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ because he had this, and this is very important. He shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ because he, John, was also unique. The reason why you are offended is because you don't see your uniqueness. <laughs> the Bible says about him that he was a burning and shining light. In fact, Jesus will refer to John and say there was none born of a woman that is greater than he. He will stay in the wilderness and multitudes will come to the wilderness. What a unique grace. Why offense? When you are unique. There is what you can do that no one can do, including the one you are offended in. (laughs) And this is where we are going, number six. John shouldn't have been offended about the works of Christ except that he became, follow this, competitive with Christ. This is where the problem is. The moment you become competitive with another, it is automatic. Offense will drop. This is very important. Competition is at the root cause of offense. And how our generation now is so competitive. Social media has made it so. 
If he did it, I must do it. It's a plague. If Abe does it like this, I must do it like that. If Dr. Bemba does it this way, I must, I must. And they will almost kill themselves to do it. Yet there is what you can do that none of us can do. So at the root cause of offense is what? Competition. But at the cure of offense is what? That's what we're about to look at. What is at the cure of offense? Contentment. Contentment. For godliness with contentment when it comes to the arena of the remnant is with great gain. <laughs> contentment. You will not be commended for what you have done as much as being commended for what you were told to do, how you were told to do it, and when you were told to do it. That's what you will answer for on the last day. At the root cause is competition. At the root cure is contentment. Let's go and review as remnants. Who am I competing with? You will find out many times those that you are competing with don't even know. They are doing their own and you have sleepless nights. Let's kill competition before competition kills us. Let's embrace contentment before we become extinct as remnants. I think it was in the pastors and leaders meeting I said I had the singular privilege of entering the office of the patriarch Kennedy Higgin and see what our generation needs to learn from. I saw that the last book he was reading on his table was the book of Ora Roberts. See, follow. This is a challenge now. Three of them, Kennedy Higgin, Ora Roberts, T.L. Osborne, all lived in a little corner in Tulsa. Yet they were shaking the world. And they were friends. I believe one of the assignments God has given to me for my generation is to restore relationships. Kingdom relationships. We don't have to stand alone. If you stand alone, you will fall alone. I still have that picture in my study and it reminds me 
and almost makes me concerned for a generation that feels if you are doing great works, I can't stay around you. We would rather have sons and daughters than have colleagues. Kenneth Hagin never tried to go around the world to preach. That was T.L. Osborne's ministry. Kenneth Hagin stayed in the U.S. and went only as far as Canada and South Africa. Nowhere else. He shook the world from there. T.L. Osborne traveled around the world. He was shaking the world. I physically saw with my eyes and God is my witness. I schooled in Ora Roberts University in Tulsa. I saw T.L. Osborne, sir, in his 90s. Driving to the fuel station himself. I said, Chai, not in my country. He drove no protocol, nothing. Entered the filling station, brought out his car, placed it there, bought his fuel, not trying to greet, I am TL. What is happening to us? We say it is culture. Let's reintroduce the real culture of the remnant. A culture that is void of competition. You sense God's grace upon someone. Don't stay away in anger. Draw close. And I see that with Dr. Bempa. I said many things to learn. Took me from one place to the other. People that you think you shouldn't relate with. Many, we are one body, we are one body in Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, we are one body in Christ. Listen. If this is where we end, it's enough. We have people walking the gifts of the spirit. But it's almost like the body is now divided. Yes, mercy on the church. Looking for attention everywhere you can get it. And you know when God opens your eyes, it's so evident. One person does something and that one must do it. I must do it like this. I must do it like this. Where are we going? Who are we deceiving? What is wrong in me? Walking with Dr. Bempa and walking with another person and walking with another one and walking with another And sometimes you have an individual that may be offended that you are walking with somebody they are not working with. Ah, I just hit something now. And what is wrong in you going to greet somebody? They didn't greet me first. Where are we going? And we are screaming, we are the remnants. The remnants are not divided. They are together. For on the day of Pentecost... They were gathered in one place. In one accord. 
And then the fire came down. The revival we are waiting for will locate remnants. Remnants must hear me. Even in other religions, they don't fight like we fight in the faith. The word of the Lord to us on the final Thanksgiving of our weekend. It's not the last time I'm coming. Me, I'll be coming many times. But this is the last word for, and you discover that if you miss all that was said, you've caught this one. You are at a better place than those who heard everything else and missed this one. Because they now go and say, nah, I, I carry the mantle. I, I, I carry the mantle. And anybody that doesn't carry my mantle, the kind of my mantle. Let me give you one shocking truth. I'm very humbling. Even those of us who preach that the fire of God will fall and, you know, there will be revival and all of that is good, but we need what other people are preaching. I can tell you this is not my area, but it's not that I don't need it. Listen. If all you know is how to call down fire and you see miracles, you see, and you lack excellence, you lack creativity, you lack finances, uh, you will struggle. If you have all those ones and you lack fire, you will struggle. I heard one statement. I think Dr. Ben Powell remember. I called my wife not long. I told her, I said, Chai, see what I heard. He said, and he shall, are you ready for this? He shall be like a tree. I'm, what I'm going to say now, listen, you know, what I'm going to say now will offend religious people. People will get angry. This man I knew was nonsense, nonsense. This one is, he shall be like a tree, a tree. Are you following? He shall be like a tree. Somebody say a tree. That's one person. But he will be planted by the river. River. Rivers. I don't need what this boy is preaching. The day you will need it, you will know you will need it. I don't need what that man is preaching. The day you need it, it's just like someone said, I don't believe in healings. When you are sick and the doctor says we have no cure, you'll be the first on the miracle line. Remnants. I've had to repent of this myself. So I'm not teaching you something that I've always known. I repented. Lord, forgive me for passing judgment. It may not look like your own. doesn't mean that it's wrong. It may not look like your own. doesn't mean it. This is more like a counseling word. Before we shout, it's amen, amen, oh, amen, oh, amen, amen. And we go. This is what kills remnants. Offense. At the root of offense is competition. Mm. And at the cure of offense is contentment. I may not be. I thank God for where he has taken you to. My own may not look like your My process may not look like your process. But he has been faithful to me. He has been good to me. He has been kind to me. 
I celebrate what he's doing in your life, but I'm not offended. I thank God for what he's doing. And I shouldn't have a problem doing it openly. But I would refuse offense. Because today, the body is filled with offenses, offenders, and the offended. Remnants know that as simple as that thing is, it killed John. It almost killed Elijah. But never touched Jesus. Jesus himself said the works that I do. Shall you do also? And look at the next statement. Greater than this. Shall you do? Because I go to the Father. Rise on your feet. Sing a song and let's just exalt him. I have been touched. <laughs> I know where to go and walk. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know what to say? We your temple give you reverence so perfect example is Jesus. I remember the day he told me don't follow anyone who is not following me. <laughs> He's our perfect example. No offense. No offense. In fact, he rejoices when he sees sons and daughters. Step into his shoes and do his works. And even greater works. He came from heaven to the earth to show us the way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. If you follow Jesus, you can never miss road. And one thing that he showed us is no offense. In fact, even after Peter denied him, he still loved him. So we're going to sing that song and let's look on Jesus for just a moment. How will Jesus take it? How will he do it?
He is the remnant that is raising remnants in this generation. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Sing it from the Give it to me. Lord, I lift your name on high to sing your praises. Lord, I long to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save me. So glad you came to save me. Come on, everybody, sing it. Yes, you came, you came from heaven to show us the way. From the earth, Lord. Yes, my debts you pay. Lord, I love to sing your praises. Oh, Bakaya. I'm so glad you read my life. Yeah. Mama, I'm so glad you came. 
Last year, 2023, I read perhaps one of the strangest books. Small book. And this man has been inspired of God. He's not a medical doctor. But he's been inspired of God to write on this subject matters. I can't remember his name now. I'll share it with Dr. Bemban so he may announce that to the congregation. He's written books on the root cause of diabetes. Root cause of cancer root cause of hypertension and most of them revolve around the state of your heart keep your heart with all diligence my last word at awaken 2024 keep your heart with all diligence for out of this are the issues of life one of the reasons your giving may not be working is your heart. One of the reasons why God has spoken many things over you that you are not seeing yet may be your heart. Your heart is the gateway to your life and the exit gate out of your life. There are graces that have left because of offense. Lord, blind my eyes to the things that won't help me. Blind. Let me become blind. Deafen my ears and toughen my skin. And I may see and hear and... <laughs> but yet, I will not see. It's a mystery. I may see, yet I will not see. I may hear, yet I will not hear. I may be hit, Yet, the skin is tough enough to have it bounce back. Oh, remnant, hear ye the word of the Lord. Remnant can be killed by offense. Find someone that is always angry and offended. Things don't work. All I'm telling you now wasn't part of the plan. But no one will keep your heart like you first making a decision. Some have prayed and prayed and prayed. What is happening? Why is it not working? God is saying to you today, offense. You spoiling another person doesn't make you good. turning people against another doesn't make them turn to you. Remnants cannot be distracted by things that are not important. One of the words God gave us at Awaken 2024 is beware of distractions, distractors, and the distracted. The choice is yours. This morning, allow me to make this call. 
two groups of people one i want to surrender my heart to jesus now i see where the issue is i'm in church but i'm not in touch i am religious but it is void of power i call his name but i can't remember when last he answered me i pray but it seems like there's a wall of divide I want to make Jesus Lord and Savior of my life. I want to rededicate my life to him. I want to pray for you. And then the second group is those that will say, I see how the cancer of offense is eating me up. You can be offended in your husband and he may not know. You can be offended in your wife and she may not know. You may be offended in your children and they don't know. You may be offended in your parents and they don't know. It's not a function of who knows. What kills usually is on the inside. Can't we just free ourselves and enjoy the blessings of the remnant? I want this cancer to be cured. There was a time in my life, some years, maybe 17 years now, 18 years, I was praying and God said, this is your cousin. You don't like her in your heart. I went to her. I wrote a letter. You see, hear this. When you are offended in people, they may not even know. She said, you didn't like me. She had no idea. But God knew. I want to pray for those two groups. Let's, the, 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 the joy here is the beauty of repentance. And I think that has to be restored because now we see, okay, anybody who comes to the altar, they must be fornicating. It's beyond that. It's not only fornicators that miss heaven, no. That little thing called offense. The altar is open right now, quickly, because we are out of our time so we can pray together. And then we hand over the microphone to Dr. Bemba. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to rededicate my life. I want to be cured from this cancer of offense. Come all over the place and let's pray with you. I'm not just praying for you. I'm praying with you.
2005 or 2006. No, no, no. I think 2007. Dr. Bempa knows the Bible school of the Living Faith Church called World of Faith Bible Institute. And I was teaching on the subject of faith, one of the first opportunities I had to teach. And I heard the Lord say, there's someone here, if you will let go of that person in your heart, that heart problem will be healed. I had no experience in ministry. I said it. And this lady sitting somewhere, she said, as soon as I let that person go from my heart, the heart problem ceased. I don't know who that word is for. You have gone on every prayer line. Everybody has prayed for you. Maybe there is that issue in your heart. And you may not even know the people you are offended in. You may not know them personally. Many times you may not even know them. Just angry. How can they make progress? Let it go before it lets you go. Right? If you are that person and you haven't come up, it's important to do so. Now, the congregation, can I please ask that we all stand and stretch forth our hands to the altar. And those of us in front, place your right hand on your chest. I will pray the prayer covering the three groups, but please, let's do it with understanding. There are some of you here, it is, you are giving your life to Christ. Others, you are rededicating your life. Another group, you are letting go of this cancer of offense. So I'll pray about all of that. And we would pray together. So place your hand on your chest. And those in the congregation, let's do it together in unity, in unison, in one accord. Say after me, Lord Jesus, forgive me all of my sins, including the sin of offense. Wash me in your blood. Today, I confess that my sins are forgiven. That the offense is gone. That I am free. That I will not be killed as a remnant. Lord, today, you are my Lord and my Savior. My life belongs to you. I will live my life for your glory. Help me, Lord, to live a life that is pleasing to you. And when you shall return, I will not be missing. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me, for making me new, for making me born again, and for curing me from offense. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, from the depth of my heart, I pray with my brothers and sisters, because we've all been there. If any man says sin not, then he's a liar. Lord, thank you because the way you saved me, you have also saved them. The way you cured me from the cancer of offense, you've also cured them. Lord, I thank you because competition will no more be at the core of our lives. But contentment. That every phase of life that we are in, we will sing of your faithfulness. We give you praise and we give you glory. For in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where can we go, please? I don't know how you want to go. Please just follow them this way. Remember, there are three groups. Some are born again already. But just attend to myself. I give myself to you.
Sometimes they are wrong, sometimes they are right. But relationship must not be destroyed. Sometimes you think you are right because you are, you are the leader or you are on top. But that's not how God looks at it. Are you walking in offenses and hurt? Sometimes after 10 years, we are still not talking to somebody. So if only the two of you meet in heaven, what's going to happen? And remember, you are not going to a different heaven from the person. It's too much. It's so sad. It's so sad. And Pastor Isaac says something. That sometimes, because you are not relating with somebody, you don't want everybody to around you to, to relate to them. What is your problem? And you keep going and going and going and going. Now, I want you to pray one more prayer. Is there anybody that when you see your heart begins to jump? That is the sickness. I'm not a medical student, but up to that, I don't understand the sickness of high blood pressure. I don't know what it means, whether it means your blood is more or low. I don't, I don't understand. But it is a spiritual something. Nothing kills a remnant. Presently, one of my guys that I've raised, he lambasted me in places who go here, cause. And then one day I was there, and the Holy Ghost said, since you are higher than him, he can call you. You call him. You call him. People are spoken to him. He's afraid to even come to you. So I tested him. Oh, he responded. No, no, he was even sick. How many people will you wish they died? Because they did something against you alone. 
not caring about whether God can use them or whether the, the many blessings they have been. I believe this is a very powerful message. Lift your hands and thank God. Don't look at somebody. It's not for somebody, it's for you. It's not for somebody, it's for you. And so I decided that nobody will let me fight anybody. I will go behind and reconcile. I may not tell you, but that's what I will do. But when we stand before God, I will be there alone. I will be, you cannot push me to fight anybody. Yes, I may not do it in your presence, but I will do it. Pray for yourself. This message, Pastor Isaac has preached this morning. It's what is happening. I go. And if we don't take it, many remnants will be left behind. Check your heart right now. In two minutes, in two minutes, in two minutes. Some have left the choir. Some have left the church. But for no cause. And their life is not getting better. Deal with yourself right now. Deal with yourself. Sisters are not talking. Brothers are not talking. Yes. Deal with yourself. Sons are not talking to their fathers. Fathers are not talking to their children. No matter what they've done against you, you did so many things, Jesus forgive you. Offense. I belong to this church. You are not man, you are not part of this church. Why are you involved? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Deal with yourself. He said, nothing kills a remnant like offense. Nothing kills a remnant. Nothing kills a remnant. Some of you are fighting the fight of other people. It's not your fight, oh. somebody's fight. Nothing kills a remnant like offense. What a message. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. Lift your hands. Thank him again. He said, what is sweet in your mouth is not your problem. But what can kill you in the inside is what you look at. That's why no matter what you do, the hospital will always be filled with people. Because that's where people go to heal their sicknesses. And have you found that when you are sick, no matter the, the cost of the medicine you buy, sometimes they tell you this fried rice is 200, you, but if it is a medicine, this message is a medicine, you must buy into it. You have never seen anybody negotiating medicine before. You are sick, they say this is a medicine for this. You don't say, please reduce the price. No, 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 no. They will sell their car, they will sell their shoe, they will sell everything. This message is a medicine. Oh Lord, heal my heart. Heal my heart. Heal my heart. I am a remnant. I should not be killed by offenses. Thank you, Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. How many are, are getting healed? Yes, I get it here. Some people, as I said, you know something, I was standing in um, this place, Angola. I'm about to preach, I'm standing there, and I heard this word in my ears. Anybody you hate is a closed door against you. And anybody you love is an access door. 
I tested it to this young guy. He pasted it. The thing went viral. God was talking about the same subject. Offenses. Offenses. Clap your hands for the Lord. I'm healed today. I believe you are healed. And I believe somebody is also healed. Take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. This message is too hot. It's time to give offering. Some don't give offering. They are offended. In the light in the church. And so they use our money to buy light. Some don't give offering. <laughs> I got. Take a very good offering. Once. And give it. Some have heard bad things on social media about pastors. They won't give offering. They've forgotten that the offering is not for the man of God. It's for you. It's recorded in your name. What a powerful message. Jesus is Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you this morning for such a word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Play, play something. Oh. Uh, what's the what's Deborah? You say sitting there. <laughs> Come and sing Hosanna Mukole for me, my song. I like your version. So as the offering bowl passes by, if you are even offended and because of that, don't give offering today. Kill that offense. Kill that offense and give offering. Kill that offense. When they see a pastor driving a car, they won't give offering anymore. When they see the choir shining, they won't give offering. And so look at our money. But this one, they bought it themselves. They bought it themselves. You are delaying me. Just sing a song. The song means the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. May the Lord strengthen you. Hallelujah, Osana. I was sitting somewhere, an angel appeared to me. And he said, The Lord is your strength. Hallelujah, Osana. Where are the ushers? Osana Bukole. Hallelujah, Osana. Osana Bukole. Hallelujah, Osana. Father, we thank you. We bless you for offering. Osana Bukole. Hallelujah, Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Dr. Kojo Boatin Bempa. We believe your needs were met and every word will keep you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. To further boost your finances, love for souls, the word and most importantly your faith, 
Find us on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram and X by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Dr. Kwojo Bwatimbempa for our live and recorded services. We believe in miracles and so should you. Your testimonies await you and you can forward them via any of our social media handles. Jesus is Lord.